Well, welcome to another episode of Tree Service Marketing Profits Podcast. I'm your host, Wesley Smith with treeservicedigital.com. Hope everybody's having a great week. Got a, a business owner today to tell his unique story about his tree service company. Uh, Bryce Tufts, head of marketing and business partner of Treefish in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Bryce, welcome aboard, man. Thanks for joining. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I love love everything you guys are about. So really happy that you invited us over here. So we're happy that you decided you wanted to tell your story. So thanks so much for sharing. I think it just helps out the community. People always like to hear from other business owners what they're doing, how they got there. So um, I guess we'll start with, uh, you know, did you have a background in the tree service industry before you guys, you know, went into partnerships, kind of got into the business or how did that kind of all transpire? Yeah. Uh, so my background, completely different. I was in marketing, video production. Uh, I worked as a, I worked in ad campaigns. Uh, I was an art director at a couple of places, um, moved around the uh, U.S. a little bit. Um, I was from Grand Rapids. So we moved back up here when uh, my business partner, whose name is Spencer Fish, purchased Tree Fish from his father, Craig Fish, who started it probably you know, but I think it was about a little over 10 years prior to when the, the purchase took place. So uh, Craig was Spencer's dad. He's a genius guy, but he was a full-time pilot. Uh, and so they do like two weeks on, two weeks off kind of deal. And because Craig is crazy, he started a tree service on the weeks that he was here. So um, he's a super friendly guy. Uh, he would build a lot of his equipment. He built his own grapples for uh, the mini skid steers and you know, super fun guy and, and crazy and everything. And he got his son into taking down trees at the age of 12. Uh, so they were like a two man team for years and years and years. And they brought in there, worked with various other people. Uh, and then Spencer and I were friends all growing up and everything. And uh, uh, Spencer wanted to start a business. So he started uh, lawn care. So when he started lawn care, uh, something separate from what his dad was doing. Uh, you know, he called me up and because I was in marketing, we got the website up and we kind of, you know, got all that stuff done for him. Um, and it kind of worked well for a little bit until his dad was looking to retire, kind of. He was getting to, you know, the, between being a pilot and uh, and doing the tree service, it was just a bit much. Um, and uh, Spencer was not really excited about the the lawn care aspect of, of that business he kind of liked trees more he had more experience in it the price points were higher um it was more equipment based so he wanted to purchase that from his dad and when he wanted to do that gave me another call and he asked if we wanted to do it together and we did so i moved back up here um treefish had pretty much no digital presence at all i think we had a yelp page that was about it um not on google uh, I think it might have been in the yellow pages, like the, the paper yellow pages. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we started from scratch, uh, getting everything set up um, to kind of, we, we had the goal of we wanted to be number one top service in Grand Rapids. And uh, I said yes, because Craig was, he had a moment of genius when he named the company, he named it Treefish. And ever since I was a kid and, you know, they'd be out working, I was like, that is a great name. That is the best. Because I've always been obsessed with uh, brands that are, they're not just making sales. They're not just getting leads that are iconic. And you've got, you know, you're in people's heads as, as something special all the time. Not just they give you a call and, they, you know, they see, it could have just been Craig's Tree Service, but instead it was Tree Fish. And that was really special. Very so, memorable. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. 
So a stroke of genius on Craig kind of inspired everything that came after that. So when I moved back up here, uh, we kicked off the marketing. I got every every you know asset and, and point kind of put into place. I wanted the brand to be something that you don't see in, you know, tree service is a wild west. It's crazy when it comes to marketing and, and what you end up finding. So I wanted tree fish to be like the iconic brand for Grand Rapids, Michigan. I want it to be, we have, we have a couple other companies out here that I remembered specifically growing up. There's one place out here called mole busters. And when you're a kid, if they drive down the road and they'd have on each one of their cars, they had a, uh, uh some sort of, plastic mole i still know how they did it but a plastic mole on the top of every truck and its eyes lit up um and it looked like insane and i was like that's the type of company i want like we're something kidding. you don't forget when you see it exactly yeah never forget it you think they're national and you learn later that they were local and it blows your mind so that's what the goal was is we wanted to make something that was absolutely out there and iconic and fun uh, so we did the logo. We came up with the mascot, which I've got, I got him on a pillow. Oh, cool. He's on a little pillow. So we've got our, our tree fish and the, the logo is stretched out, but, um, we got him all set up. Uh, Spencer has the years of experience in trees. Um, I wanted to learn it. So I worked with them up for probably a year or so, uh, chipping and cutting down trees and ton of fun, uh, until I eventually became the lazy business guy in the background again uh hey hey it's all important stuff though man you got to get that phone ringing and get that name out there that's exactly. another side that's a whole nother side of it you know a whole nother set of skills so cool man so yeah pretty much a unique story there so spencer your business partner um essentially had a lawn care business which we see this sometimes too people have like a landscaping company and they kind of dive into some tree work and they think Hey, I think I like this tree work a little bit better. I think I want to do that. I mean, other people catered more to landscaping and they stick there and that's fine. Everybody's kind of got their own journey, but it kind of sometimes they'll pivot and then they say, I think I want to just do tree service now from now on. And so he was doing the lawn care and his dad was already in tree tree service, tree care. So he kind of knew the business and then exactly. came a point where there's a fork in the road, I, I guess, too, with his dad wanting to either you know retire, do something different. And you start thinking about this as a family company, like, I don't want to let this go. So yeah. he worked out an acquisition or purchase from his dad, which that's a cool story. And then you were kind of off doing something else. And then it kind of was a conversation that evolved into, hey, man, let's just, let's grow this thing together. Yep. And did you come in like after he was already rolling or was it like kind of the same time that it kind of all kind of came together? Yeah, it was a little bit of a mess because we, at first we tried to, he wanted to sell the lawn stuff. I was like, maybe, maybe we can do them both at the same time. And so I yeah. came up here immediately was like, no, let's get rid of this lawn stuff. So we sold, I, you know, we sold all the, the lawn equipment and everything. Um, got the coal kind of transfer over between him and his dad. His dad actually retired being a pilot. I think he, uh, you know, I think he didn't want to be as much running the business anymore, but he seemed really happy kind of running equipment and uh, uh, maintaining everything. So uh, he joined on full time after that. Um but yeah, there was a, a little bit of a transition period of of getting in, kind of getting all of our old equipment sold. The the big goal on operations that we that we kind of set out to, and this was mostly uh, Spencer, the business partner's uh, idea, was he wanted to. He kind of saw the direction that that trees and the whole industry is kind of pitching towards, which is more equipment based, and we get mm -hmm. to see all these new technologies and cranes and grapple saws that have kind of emerged over the past couple decades here. Um, so he wanted to get rid of, they were, they were very much doing it kind of, you know, 
you got a really strong guy and he pulled, you know, big branches and stuff. They had, we had a few uh, mini skid steers and everything, but um, older equipment, you know, uh, an older bucket truck and everything, but he really wanted to invest in, in newer and bigger equipment. So we immediately, we sold a bunch of equipment. We moved money around, um, got some, got more job scheduled to figure out how to get, get things to be more efficient. Uh, bought a crane, a uh, grapple saw to go on the crane, um, new bucket trucks, uh, uh, chippers, dingoes, bigger chip trucks, um, and kind of changed the direction equipment wise and operations wise that the, that the company was, was used to. So now we've got our fewer workers. We, we only run one crew at the moment. Um, but you know, we do, uh, mostly crane work and, and, uh, tree removals with the, with the grapple saw. Um, yeah, yeah. And it, it awesome. worked out, worked out pretty nicely. Yeah. So you came in and then, um, talk a little bit about that first year or two. Uh, yeah. A lot of people probably in that, in that wheelhouse where they're just getting started and it's kind of like, man, you know, I just, I just burn the ships or burn the, burn the bridge there, burn the boats. And, uh, we're, we're moving forward with this thing. Uh, you know, so you're out yeah. there, you're doing it, you're getting jobs, you're getting referrals. Um, you're starting to kind of get some momentum going. Talk me through that. Like what were some of the first things you guys did to maybe get more customers? Was it, was it signs? Yeah. Was it flyers? Was it, you know, all the above? What did you guys start doing? It's been insane. So it's been three years since we purchased. So it's been insane because the the difference year over year is a completely different company. Uh, yeah. The first year was rough. Um, I wasn't here for maybe half of the first year. That's when I started building up the website and and doing you know a lot of the bases. You got to check. You get the logo set up and you get the we got the mascot set up and a lot of kind of those foundational things. Um, but the first year was rough. Um, we had some employees that that you know were were lingering that you know were were I think some rush hires that you didn't fit, fit in exactly exactly right and uh, um, we were plagued by breakdowns on old equipment um, so a pretty miserable year and uh, and we made significantly less money than the years prior so I think that year if I remember right it was only like two hundred thousand dollars that that got made and the, the company average before that was like three hundred to three fifty so first year was rough I was pretty much focused on getting all of our digital marketing stuff built up from the ground up. Spencer was kind of figuring out what, what dealing with customers and everything was like on that end. Um, we had a few, you know, dropped the ball quite a few times, um, especially with legal things where you like, you get, you get into, you, um, you mix up exactly what was contracted for and you figure out exactly how to build out your contracts and that you need to pe have people sign these things and moving on to a, a, a online software. So we chose Jobber to run mm -hmm. the business. And so first year was getting all of that figured out. Mm -hmm. um, second year was a lot of getting, we, we kind of found our rhythm. Um, the The biggest things, we, I, I guess, marketing wise, I'll, I'll kind of switch back to that. The first things I started on, I started on everything because I came from a marketing background and I didn't want to pigeonhole us in anything or assume that one thing was better than the other. So I started everything we did. Uh, we did print ads. I did digital ads, uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Google, Google uh, AdWords, um, Google local service ads, which weren't as big of a thing back then. Um, starting the website, doing SEO, uh, yard signs. Um, I'm sure there's a hundred more things, but. You know. No, that's a good, that's, I mean, that's a good, you know, collage of stuff right there. Cause it really, yeah. the way I like to always talk about it is it's just, you need to be omnipresent and everywhere because people are yeah. looking everywhere. Um, exactly. digital, digital is a good portion of it, you know, but email, you know, texting, uh, social media. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, social media. Yep. yeah. One of the ones I forgot a lot of posting and, 
engaging with people on comments and everything. So did everything uh, right off the get go. Uh, second year, we kind of found our pace. I cut out a lot of the things marketing wise. I cut a lot of things. So uh, stopped doing print ads. I immediately thought or found out print ads. You can't track where your customers are coming from. There's benefits to it. And I've seen some people work it out. Um, I think it's a different marketing mix depending on the company and the region and what you're doing for us print ads we couldn't track where the leads were coming in very easily and it was a lot of money for how many people got the print ad um versus others so on facebook say i could deliver that ad to ten thousand people for a couple hundred bucks uh that print ad you know cost me like a thousand dollars to get you know a fraction of that same number of people um and then with the digital ads i could track how many people came in i could retarget them there was a lot of benefits to digital so I slowly cut out second year. We're kind of finding our pace. We're kind of, it was much, pretty much a grind. We paid ourselves basically nothing um, and just put everything we could back into buying new equipment, um, getting new things up and running. So uh, kind of narrowed down marketing. We ground our way towards equipment. And then uh, that year, I think we did about 350. So that was, that was a bit better. So kind of getting that momentum going after the first yeah. year and getting the equipment, getting the right fit, getting getting the launch pad ready to kind of really exactly. there. And that's really what we see, man. I mean, everybody's got to go through that stage in their business. And if you want to start a business, there's no easy solution. Um, yeah. you know, the, the Rocky songs, you know, there's no easy way out, right? You got to get in there and you got to just go head first and, and you got to get one customer, 10 customers, 100 customers. And what yeah. really, really helps you kind of see everything uh, for what it really is in your business is what you said, a CRM software like Jobber, Single Ops, whatever it may be. It doesn't matter what kind it is, but that way you, your customers are building and you're building your list of customers, yeah. which is going to be very valuable. Every year, that list becomes more and more and more valuable. Exactly. So if you're putting everything into that system as opposed to just writing it down on you know a notebook pad or whatever, you're going to always have access to it and you can see your job history there. You can keep in contact with these people. I mean, it's just so much more value. I don't see how you really grow without being able to see all of that, right? I would drown without it. I don't yeah. know how. I honestly have no idea how. It's, it's literally how you run 80% of your companies through those CRMs. And then we found another really awesome uh, piece of uh, software called Company Cam recently, where you take all oh, your cool. photos and they store them in there and you can upload them to your website. It's, it's amazing. But just stuff like that, right? It just helps you exponentially grow versus and you, and you have intelligent decision making because of that and if you don't have it you don't really have your finger on the pulse of every little thing going exactly. on so it just helps to be more transparent throughout so that's awesome man so you guys kind of got some momentum started rolling yeah. on that kind of, yeah, sorry oh that's okay no the, the branding started taking taking yeah. over. like people started remembering the name and um yeah so it just kept on kind of evolving i guess and that was what two years ago or last year now this year this yeah. past year was another this year, year everything hit it was it, this year we had an amazing year uh we made so revenue wise we almost doubled we went to 650 and that was we were plagued with equipment breakdowns at the beginning of the year we didn't you know i think the gravel saw didn't even run for the first half of the year um but we, it, it really took off the team really clicked we got all the the trucks going the brand blew up it was it was incredible all that work and, and groundwork we did into into making it that iconic brand really started to show. Um, I did a lot of SEO push on the SEO side. I kind of, so what the, I think the way the marketing evolved is we started with everything. And then what really, really worked 
was the, the the SEO, how highly you ranked and how many times you could answer somebody's question um, through an article or something like that linked back to our site. That absolutely exploded. Um, and it's free, which is the massive benefit to that. It makes you look like you know, you know the, the prime service in your area. It's free, drives a bunch of traffic, and then you own it forever. You don't have to pay anybody other than your web hosting, which is you know not even you can't even market compared to what you add. We always tell everybody the SEO, the organic. Once you get there, it's the cheapest cost per lead Incredible. you're gonna ever get. Yeah. The, uh, the Google My Business and Google Local Service ads, Google Local Service ads, they used to be a lot cheaper a couple of years ago, but, you know, whatever. We got very highly rated on Google Local Service. That was very, very worth it. Um, and then our Google My Business, uh, actually, I, I, I had this out because this was a great uh, book that I got. It's a very random book on Amazon by Kellen Marinov. So I think it's like a Russian name or Eastern European. Mm -hmm. um, but he has this great book. It pretty much reinforced a lot of the things that I had found out. But then he also, in that book, it had something I never found anywhere, which was your Google My Business radius, effectiveness radius. Uh, and he had gone and he tested it and saw how good the radius was. And I was frustrated because we serve the entire Grand Rapids area. But we were only getting where the Google My Business was located. When I, when I moved here, we had moved the Google My Business to my house, which was closer to the center of the city. Mm -hmm. uh, away from Byron Center, which is one of our outside cities. Um, when I moved it here, we got a lot of more expensive uh, jobs from for higher end households, and we showed up higher on Google. Um, but we lost kind of a lot of the range, and it was frustrating because I was like, "Well, we still serve, you know, this entire bubble, and we a lot of times it's very convenient to to serve this as well." So. What we did is we started putting up multiple Google My Business locations um, and calling them, you know, the the way that you do maybe a gas station or, or, a, or a retail store. Um, and we'd say this is for this is Treefish Byron Center, this is Treefish Caledonia, um, and then you know let's try to drive reviews to these separate locations and kind of increase our beacon radius. So technically, it is a it is a location. It's a property uh, purchased by Treefish, and we have you know some level of equipment and things stored there. Um, and then it also increases the radius for free um, that our marketing goes out for free on Google My Business. Um, that was incredible. That And the, the, I think the, the the biggest hurdle to that is now you suddenly need all these good reviews on all these locations. Um, and Google's very specific. Like, I mean, you don't want to cheat it because that's a, not a very good thing to do. And, you know, you don't want to be the company that's paying for reviews or, you know, yeah. it, it's not, not a good look. Mm -hmm. um, but what we did, we incentivized, we, we were asking for reviews after each job, um, which was, you know, it, it was getting us a good amount of reviews, more than I'd, I'd say other companies were getting. Yeah, a little bit on that strategy, the multi-location strategy, <clears throat> if you can pull it off, it's super powerful and beneficial. Yeah. Um, back in the day, I, 10 years ago, eight years ago, a strategy was, was like, hey, we service all these suburbs around Grand Rapids or all these areas around Grand yeah. Rapids, all these zip codes, let's go get a Google map listing verified in all these areas. And so you could go to the local UPS store, walk in, pay for your box fee, oh, your yeah. box, and then start setting up these locations yeah, and get 10 of them around. Or you could use post office, right? Either one. You got a box, you got an address, you could get a card there. Well, that that got battle axed about 2018 yeah. or 2019. So you need a unique address, either commercial address. The Regis offices are risky. You might get up exactly. verified, but it's going to get suspended at some point when they find it. And then residential works. If you do the video verification, residential will work. Yeah, um, and then just a regular commercial address is usually pretty good. So to pull that off is key. If you can, 
yes, you can definitely increase your calls. Yes. Yeah, you bring up a good point. Yeah, it is. It's a very fine line because it, you you want it to be legitimate. Like it has to be a location that is a location in that area. You don't want to try to do. They, they don't allow PO boxes anymore. They don't allow any anything that starts to get. You know, you say you're drumming up reviews to it in illegitimate ways. Not great. They track the email address. So if it's somebody that's just put up a new Gmail account, they're giving exactly. reviews everywhere. Boom, they get faxed, and then you're exactly. then you're at risk of getting your whole business profile suspended too. So yeah, there can be some negative things about it. But if you can get it and pull it off, I mean, of course it it works yeah. very well. Yeah, well, you got to do it by the books. If you, mm -hmm. but it's very beneficial. The way we did it, uh, I gave our employees. They all have uh, business cards with QR codes on them, and we wanted to make it a personal interaction after the job. They walk up and they say, hey, just to let you know, a five-star review from you, uh, they get a bonus for a five-star review on the job. And that's great for us. We know that they did a great job and the customer appreciate it. We give them a, a bonus um, for the five-star review per job. That means that they're usually you know, more cognizant of doing a good job and, and following up with the customer. The customer's aware of it. Usually they're they're very happy about the work that we that we did for them. Um, I love that. I, I love that, man. That's that's a great point. I'm glad you brought that up. I was probably going to ask that at some point, or maybe I would have forgotten. But that the Google reviews are so powerful for everything oh, yeah. on your Google, all of your Google presence, all of your converting people to find you. Google's ranking algorithm kind of all predicates on getting reviews a lot nowadays because they're trying to eliminate spam, rightfully so. So if you're getting all these reviews all the time, it's more than likely you're probably a real, real legitimate business. So right. with your SEO, your Google Maps, Radius, Location, all that, and your Google local service ads, it benefits both. So yep. that incentive is very awesome to give. And the QR code, listen to this, guys. If you're on YouTube or anything, comment. If you're watching this afterwards. If you, if you have any other unique strategies to getting reviews, comment. Let us know what your strategies are. Other people watch these and they're curious too. But Bryce brought up a good point with the QR code. Everybody learned how to use QR codes during COVID, right? Nobody knew how to use them before. So now literally QR codes, everybody knows how to scan them and pull up a website link. And you can literally put your Google business profile uh, review link right there on a, a QR code. We've done this for a lot of clients too that have certain flyers they hand out and things like that. QR codes are powerful. And then if it's on the back of your business card, it's a, it's, you're getting two birds with one stone there. You get your business card, turn it over. You know, Did you get five-star service? Would you please scan this and leave us a review type thing? And all they got to do is scan it. There's no thought process about it. And- so I talked to this guy that was in San Antonio a couple of years ago, and he had like 800 reviews on his Google business profile. I'm like, what in the world are you doing? He had this many reviews. He goes, <laughs> That's he, incredible. Does, he does exactly what you're talking about. So he incentivizes each crew member I gotta find or it. salesperson. I think he pays $10 for every Google review. He yeah. said, if, yeah. if we get 500 or 50 reviews in a month, I'm happy to pay out 500 bucks. There it is right there. I can put it up to the camera. But uh, yeah, that is amazing. That looks like right there. So thanks for sharing that. That's, that's yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And we even this is another, I guess, piece of it is uh, the the branding. I mean, we always try to. So I love fun branding like that. We have. Mm -hmm. I mean, we had the benefit of. I had pretty extensive three D modeling and and animation experience. So we have our our mascot, which is the fish um, that you kind of see. We even, even got like our our. Um, we have um, hood ornaments for our trucks, yeah. the, the mascot right here. So that goes on you guys' trucks currently? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Okay. It's, nice. It's fun. Yeah. Um, but we got them in all these different poses. We give out, oh, like we've got right here, I've got some, um, I got some stickers. I Like, treat people know, like, 
you're doing uh, tree work in a neighborhood and you know uh, it's summertime and all the kids are off of school you get crowds that watch you when you're doing this this yeah crane. a climber up in a tree when you got a crane same so in our neighborhood got, yeah yeah we've got a uh, you know we got that he's feeding a chipper you got a sticker of that you hand them out to kids we've got a a sticker of him like on a dingo picking up a log um you know with a chainsaw all this kind of stuff and um, it all kind of builds up and suddenly it's weird you like all of a sudden in public you see one of your stickers stuck up on something you're like hey it's up the right here yeah. yeah that's pretty great it's all the it's like the little branding touch on everything is like and making it every time someone runs into tree fish or every time they see tree fish the goal is that it's it's not just hey we're a tree service in the air and we sell tree services it's something special and fun and memorable there's like oh there's that oh he's goofy little what's he doing now the mascot's doing all this like crazy little fun stuff and um making that interaction more of a part of the community and something that people can engage with more than just trying to sell something uh that has been one of the just i get calls from people that say uh is the fish going to be on the truck that pulls up and you go yeah it's going to be on the truck and they're like then you know we're choosing you over we got a cheaper quote, but we're going to choose you. If the fish is on the truck, then we want you here. I'm like, that's awesome. That means, you know, it's pretty much going viral at that point. Well, not everybody's lucky enough to have a marketing expert in their office running that part of the business. Yeah, so it's tough. really amazing. You guys get that, you know, that angle. That's really cool. A lot of creative stuff, guys. If you're watching um, after the fact, it's pre-recorded. But if you're watching this, leave a comment below. What are some of the unique things you guys do to get Google reviews or market or brand your company? Bryce just shared some really powerful stuff because that memorability just goes a long way. It's not just about getting leads, right? A lot of times yeah. it's about, you know, hey, how many leads am I going to get or what, whatever? That's great too, because you do need the phone to ring, but that branding is very, very powerful for the longevity of your business because all of that just continues to produce leads marginally month after month after month down the road that you don't, you don't exactly. see yet, but it's coming. And exactly. it continues to build momentum and evolve every quarter, every year. And imagine you guys keep doing the same thing you're talking about right now for another five years, another seven years, eight years. I mean, it's just going to keep going and go. I mean, it's just going to get bigger and bigger, the reach and all of that, you know? That's what we hope for. It's very fun. I love hearing that. That's what makes it all kind of come together and work out is when, when you hear the, it's the little, the little comments that you hear of people like, uh, I, I was, I was hanging up, I used to do door hangers um, mm -hmm. when we first started. And like it was the it was the fish and I can't remember if he was I can't remember the exact artwork on that one but he was doing something goofy and I put it on a, a door hanger and I'm walking away from the door and the the guy opens up the door and takes it off and his kid's with him and his kid is like what's it what's it doing and he's like oh it's, it's oh I think it was climbing a tree it, it was it, I've got one where he's climbing up a tree on a saddle and everything and the kid's like is that climbing is it, it was, what is that is that a fish and his dad's like yeah it's a fish and he's like that's so cool I'm like that's it that's the yeah. whole wave that you don't see and it's scary. I used to work with a lot of clients that you want to convince them to invest in that invisible force of branding and what the power of that is, but you don't initially see it. It's like very invisible and you have to put a lot of faith that, that you're, that everything you're putting into it is having an impact. Um, and being able to do that kind of without restrictions uh, with tree fish, without somebody saying, being scared or saying, you know, I, I don't know about, I don't know about that. I don't see other tree companies doing that. That's been yeah. a huge, it doesn't bonus. matter. That means nobody else is doing that. That means you're going to be unique in the market. Yeah. yeah. That's where I got to give Spencer and Craig a lot of leeway because when I came on board, they, they're, you know, they kind of, they were entirely bought into this dream of 
making this company that was more than just a more than just a marketing tool and, and something special. And we really kind of run with it. Well, you guys are doing it, man. You guys, I mean, the proof is in the pudding with the, the year over year, three year growth. So um, talk a little bit about, are you guys doing any like customer base marketing? Like you've got your customer base building up in Jobber. What are you doing to reach out to people or anything? Yeah. Emails are great. Uh, I've actually, I, <laughs> it's horrible. I've had to stop. We got, we, we, we've been so bombarded with business. Uh, I mean, uh, I've, I've heard you talk about before you have the seasonal problem. We had the opposite problem. We got so booked out so fast that uh, it just became very, very hard and complicated to keep up with everybody. So I've kind of had, it's it's been very hard, but I have to take everything back a step and go, okay, well, we, for a little bit, we were doing constant social media updates, trying to build a following on, on, the, on Facebook and Instagram um, and sending out emails and doing videos of, of talking head and things like that. And they worked so great. Uh, it, so sending an email with like a video to like a YouTube exactly. video, like a link to oh, a YouTube video or something like that. Exactly. Exactly that. So it'd be a blog just about say, so an example is we do a, and so we get everybody's emails that we've been collecting. Mm -hmm. Um, and we'd be like, okay, so, you know, there's a lot of things like tree trimming, fertilization, things like that, things you can resell, especially even tree removals on people with people with a lot of uh, trees on the property. Um, so we'd re-email them. I'd write a blog about, you know, something like, uh, how do you know it's time for your tree to go? And I think I, I named it that, that one in particular is saving or sawing. Is it time for your tree to go? And so we write a blog article about that. But then a blog article, a lot of people don't sit down and read things anymore people do and it's a great way to engage with people but if you really want to adding that video element uh, adds a whole nother level because then they can listen to it while they're driving or they can watch it instead of reading and then a whole other level on top of that i did a few where i just shot a video very informational um but while i was editing it i was getting bored and i was like if i'm having if i'm getting bored editing this people are going to get bored watching it and so we took some extra time we did a few videos like this where we 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 treated it like a comedy, uh, and I was like, "We, we got to inject jokes into here. This has to be funny. This has to be fun and engaging at all points while they're watching this." Um, so we'd send out these emails where it's like it's me talking about, you know, um, I think like something was a uh, uh, the guy I loved. Here the one about the guy who loved his tree too much. Uh, I can't remember. He's like, "Well, it fell for him too, right onto his house and stuff like that." and you know, you, you, you drum it up a little bit and those got great comments and and, uh, and and they were shared around and, you know, those were a lot of fun. So engaging people like that, you know, it's engaging with them, getting back to them and saying there's the first level of, hey, you need tree work done this year. Remember, we're still here. That's a great strategy. Keeps them coming back. There's the next level of, hey, here's a little bit of a production we're putting on. And then there's kind of the the finesse that we put on top i was like i want this to be an experience i want them to be laughing i want it to be when you can connect with someone emotionally um on top of that that's when you've hooked into their soul and they're not going anywhere yeah that's those are those are amazing points man if if more people in the trades would do video marketing they would blow exactly. up so much faster and it's not just for digital right people when they watch the videos they can relate with you they know who they're doing business with they can get to know you on the video before ever even speaking so then it's more likely that they're going to call your company over somebody else who does not have the video but some of the most easiest things that tree companies can do out in the field is just explain yeah. maybe the way the intricate way that you're going to remove a tree and keep the home and the property safe exactly. and not tear up the grass that's a good video Here's how to remove a tree the right way in such and such city, or 
however you want to you know wordsmith the video subject but then have that video it doesn't have to be long three to five minutes maybe tops a minute two right. whatever and just explain how you do it that's one the next one is um you know like you said like when do you know if a tree is dead or when to remove the tree well here's some signs we look for here you just show those types of things everybody's curious about those types of things so when you're answering their questions in these videos and you can send out an email and say, Hey, look, we just put on another video. You might have the same question, check it out. And then they click on it, go watch it. They might subscribe to your YouTube channel. YouTube's also a search engine. So people are searching for stuff like Actually. that local community and they're going to find you there. So it's just another, another fishing pole in the water, you know, with, with, with your yeah. strategy with marketing. And that's so powerful, man. If tree service companies would just do demonstrations. Another thing too, is people that, do plant healthcare, tree healthcare, explaining, you know, how they're doing this deep root fertilization into this tree trunk because this tree looks dead or just, it doesn't have to be long. Again, maybe pull out the video camera at the first, have somebody film you doing it or, you know, applying the fertilization treatments or spraying if they have tests or something. All of that's going to make people gravitate to your company because hardly anybody in any market is doing that. And it was, we did a lot of testing. This is a whole, I haven't even touched on this yet. We did a lot of testing with video. Um, Facebook was a huge, the the reporting tools that you get on Facebook uh, ads really help you hone in what is working really well. So we did three or four different types of videos. I said, I probably put them into categories because they all, they're, they're like a different machine each time. So there's what you're talking about. All you have to do, you take your cell phone, you go out onto the job, um, and you record yourself or you just record what the job is doing. That's the easiest one. And on it, those work great. They like, they, they circulate wonderfully. Um, people comment, people want to see, like if they were, if they did work with you, they want to see that you, but you boost it on Facebook for like $50 and you get a bunch of comments on it. People share it. Uh, you get phone calls from people where they say, I saw you were down the street from me on Facebook. They don't even follow you. You just boosted it. So that, those yeah. were great. I'd say the next level of them was, I don't think, uh, I mean, tree workers know it, but like tree work is insane. It's super cool. Like every, every day, the things you get to watch happen are like the wildest dreams of the regular worker. Uh, when you're out there in like a huge tree, just you, you do a, a just a fell it and it's the ground shakes for a mile that, that people love that. So like you take your, you just take your cell phone. Every cell phone's got slow-mo and time ramp, all this stuff. You set your cell phone on a rope bag where the tree's going to fall and you let it smash your phone. Uh, <laughs> you get a great video out of it. Um, my phone's surprisingly made it through every single one. Um, but you get this amazing slow-mo so, video. So the tree's coming right down on top of the phone. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You, you feel like it's coming right at your head probably when you're watching it. You put that up as an ad, people lose their minds. People love that. You do a, you do a speed ramp of a stump grinder going through like it's satisfying you watch the stump go cuts all the way through the stump you put up these satisfying videos that people like like it's like human nature like yearn to see some of these entertaining things that you just get to see on a daily basis and sometimes you don't think uh you know that that's that interesting like you're like oh i'm just climbing this tree i'm just dropping the log or whatever but to some people watching that log that weighs uh, what a car weighs hits the hit the ground you know, they lose their minds over that. Um, Maybe if you're up in a very high, you know, height in a tree in the bucket on the spider lift or yeah. anything else, or up top of the crane, you know, whatever that is, and you got those big aerial views. You know, some of our clients have gotten drone footage videos. Taken. Oh, yeah. Powerful, man. Like stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, the people, people love, love pulling out their houses and yeah, great stuff. There's, 
I see there's two other type of videos too, because we got, we did those two. And I think there's a lot, I see a good amount of street companies doing both of those and those work. Uh, they, the, the, the metrics that I saw on both of those videos, uh, especially if you can get them into reels, those videos that people yeah. just scroll yeah, through. They seem to show more often in the reels. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They show a lot. You get so many people looking through them. And then even if it's just by accident, they click to your website. And when you get more clicks to your website, SEO, right up. Yeah, uh, because you're going to start reading the stuff on your website. And exactly. the, the, the time people sit on your website is a ranking signal too. Yep. Longevity. So even video embeds on your website help too, because then they watch the video while they're sitting on your website. That's another trick. Um, exactly. That helps as well. And then you can retarget all those people like you talked about before. Yeah. They've watched uh, 20 seconds of a video or any part of the video. Huge. Amazing. Super helpful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, there's two other types of videos I think you try. One was, it's me in front of a, we, we've, I've got like a green screen, not for keying out, but for like a background. Um, and I just tell jokes about trees and, and things like that. And it, it's a little bit, you know, we talk about the fact that we do do tree work, but uh, it's also just, you know, sitting up there trying to be funny we're just like we're saying we're i'm saying things i'm being like hey you know you got a tree that looks like this ugly thing right here something like that and we you know photoshop uh some things up and, and put up funny graphics and things like that those worked super super well again a lot of people watching them a lot of people sharing them and commenting on them those yeah like maybe you, you have a tree that's an ugly duckling like this we can turn it back in and then have an after photo yeah, exactly. Those are some like, really unique strategies that anybody could do. Um, yeah. Put forth the time to do it, right? And it's sometimes just, I know everybody's swamped with their business a lot of times. Yeah. And just, that's just one more thing I've got to do. But just taking the time to do that once a month or, you know, yeah. twice a quarter, maybe just to have something new. That's really, that's, that's great, great tips. You guys are getting a marketing clinic today. <laughs> that's the, I'd say that's a, one of the best things to do. Like, I think a lot of people, especially when we're working with clients, I heard the same thing a lot. Or they're like, oh, well, you know, that video is a month old now or two months old. Now let's shoot a new one and cut the old one. I'm like, you can keep that up for, I don't know. Do you remember the, uh, there's a commercial of um, Campbell's chicken noodle soup. The soup falls off the rack and it rolls home to a little girl who, who picked yeah, it up. Yeah, I think I remember that. Yeah. They ran that ad for like 25 years. Uh, pe people didn't stop loving it. <laughs> for well, you could have it. You could do this once a quarter for a couple of years and have eight yeah. or ten different variations of these funny videos or viral videos, and then just keep boosting different ones every quarter, right? And exactly content, and just add it's some good. as you go. You know, exactly. You mix it up. You add some. You you sometimes people they do they they see it pop up again. They're like, that was pretty funny. I want to watch that again. Or that tree fall was pretty cool. I want to watch that again. So you, there's not a time limit that I think people think they're like locked into on some of these videos. Like you don't have to. It's not a, you have. Do it for fun when you when you feel like you have something to contribute and then keep it up for a long time. You don't have to necessarily stress yourself out with these arbitrary timelines. Well, um, if anybody's got any questions on this stuff, go to Tree Fish's Facebook page and I'm sure they can see a lot of good yeah. like, just examples of these types of videos. And you can get your own ideas, right? And kind of incorporate your brand into those types of videos. Because again, the uniqueness of the video and then the personality of your just you and your the business owner or the crews or whatever. That's what's going to humanize your business instead of just being a, another tree company. You're human now and people see who the people are behind the company. So they're more likely to call and relate with you. You know, exactly. you get that job or get that future work too. People so, love, you hear it in phone calls when people call you. It's like it, it within within months, you start, it starts collecting and it, you really see the, the benefit of it, which is, awesome. yeah. And uh, I'd say the, the last type of video we did 
was probably the, the, the hardest for people to, 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 to get to, but uh, we were able to do it because it's, I, I, personally, I really like, I'm, I'm a big nerd about video effects and funny ads and everything, but we, we really took it up and we did a, so like we would do a, a, this crazy absurd scenario and these these ads work the best which is kind of why i bring them up because the the longevity of them works for so long where we'd say okay we're gonna do an ad about tree trimming but the person getting the tree trimmed is going to be a wizard and he's going to be hiring tree fish and the tree is not wanting to get trimmed he's a he's a magical alive tree with a face and he's trying to swat the the tree guy that's trying to trim him and in the end he grabs the tree guy and just throws him off into the distance and he's like you're not going to trim me or something like that and at the end it's like got a tough job tree fish is here for it and we had another one where uh stump grinding one sell, sell more stump grindings the margins are really good on stump grindings we have an old stump and we, we we found a way to green screen a guy with a beard so just the beard and the eyebrows show up on this old stump and he's sitting in the front yard and he's this old crotchety stump and he's he's going like he's yelling at everybody uh, he's like get out of here and they're like you gotta get rid of this old stump and he starts getting ground out and he's like oh, oh stop it so we do yeah. you know Things like that. We just recently did one entirely 3D, uh, like 3D characters and everything where this old guy's freaking out because this, uh, this branch is, is slowly snapping, getting closer and closer to his roof. And he's got sweat pouring down his face. And, um, you know, right when the tree branch falls, the crane grabs it out of the air and, and pulls it back to the ground. And those ones, I mean, no one expects to see stuff like that. And uh, they can't forget it either after they see it. Exactly. And I think that the, the reason I wanted to bring that up from what, cause they perform very, very well. Um, and it's scary to do stuff. Like, I know it's like for, for business owners, it's very scary to do things like that because you have to like, you go to a video company, do you do something like yeah. that? Um, but there are a surprising number of resources out there to get something like that, like that done. I mean, you can, you know, for, there's there's tens of thousands of dollars that like one of those tens to hundreds of thousands of dollars for all those ads cost when when I do it professionally. Um, but some of these we I'll, I'll contract with somebody on you go to Upwork or something like that and you find somebody that this is what they do. Um, and instead of hiring a whole company in your local service or something like that, this person makes a killing and they just charge a couple grand uh, per one of these short videos or something like that. they don't have to be 10 to 15 seconds that's all people that's all you got to do right. 10 to that's seconds. the whole new short form content like timeline exactly. 10 20 seconds maybe tops yeah exactly you make sure you get it sized for all of the different make sure you get it sized for reels so that people can see while they're scrolling through you get all the different sizes for all the different ad platforms streaming is another great there's a lot of companies especially in, in, in any local area um, there's the companies that will sell your ads on streaming platforms like Hulu, so old people are watching TV. It's not as expensive as, uh, but say, I see a lot of people put up billboards. Mm -hmm. uh, it, you know, if you put, if you do a billboard, right, it works pretty well. Uh, you know, two to three grand for a billboard per month or two to three grand gets you a lot of streaming ads, a lot of them going to a lot of people that you can retarget. Um, and a lot of people see it and, uh, it ends up being, crazy the results you'll see when you can when you can watch your leads come into your website retarget them um and you know actually see who's seeing what and who's interacting with what and being able to measure that you know incredible compared that's to amazing man great share and uh so treefish is doing a little bit of everything and that's kind of our methodology too with our digital yeah. marketing it's like you know you talked about the website you talk about the seo and answering questions on blog articles showing proof of work 
uh, on the website, on social media, you know, Google Maps optimizations, getting those reviews, because that's going to help kind of push up everything else, rankings, uh, conversions on people that do see it, local service ads, Google ads, um, social media, you're, you're managing and, and marketing to your customer base, which is essentially building a fence around your customers because they've used you once, they like you, don't let them forget about you. That's really the name of the game with the email marketing and you can also incorporate text marketing with certain incentives and different times yes, of year yeah. and specials and holidays. That's another thing. I mean, there's so many things you can do simultaneously. And if you do them all, they can't help but remember you and know you. And then when they need tree service, they're definitely going to call you because they can't think of any other tree company. Right. And so that's kind of the name of the game and pretty much what tree fish's methodology is too for marketing. Luckily they've got an in-house marketing guru that can take care of all this stuff and do it for them. And I would just say, if you don't have that, um, find somebody, local agency, you know, any kind of person or anything you can do. If you really want to grow and you want to spread the word fast, this is the way to do it. And you can literally go from, you know, first year to three years, five years to doing, you know, seven figures, multiple seven figures in your business. If you can get that marketing thing right. And then also, you know, feel the demand of people calling. That's the whole other thing is fulfillment and operations and uh, the personnel. Um, it's a juggling act, right? In business. Oh, I mean, yeah. So you have to put all the other pieces together as you're getting more and more and more calls coming in. And it sounds like your viral marketing strategy is so effective that uh, it's produced another problem. Like we got to get everything buttoned up in the field and get everybody taken care of, right? Yeah, we have to cut this. This last year, we had to cut all paid ads. We had to cut it completely, which was a huge bummer. Um, but, you know, it's the way it is. It's a problem to have, though, if your schedule is completely booked out. Because, you know, if you think about it, like people, a lot of times don't want to wait two months or three months. Now, if you're a, if it's a good, steady customer and it's not an emergency, a lot of people will. And yeah. the way a lot of these tree companies do too is like, hey, look, if you can wait till December when we slow down a little bit, I'll give you fifteen percent off, or you wait till right. stuff like that, right? Do you guys offer anything like that sometimes? Uh, we do. We had to stop this year just because it was, you know, the 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 percent off. What we ended up telling people is a lot of the time we go, we're just having a, you know, is this is a this is a we're very overbooked this year. If you're okay with waiting until this date, um, so a lot of people will. Uh, what what's amazing about investing in your brand um, that you don't like, you immediately your mind goes to leads uh, when it comes to marketing everything. But there's this invisible other part that people don't talk about as much when you invest into your brand, which is people like you. Um, you know, they they want to be around you and they want to choose you as the company. So I, your business personality, right? Exactly. So we're, we're just honest with them. We say we're we're very booked this year. It's it's we're we're trying our best. Everyone's working very very hard, um, but we're booked out four months. Um, so if you want to work with us, we would really like to have your business. Um, it is going to be four months away from now, but if you're okay with that, we'll put you on the schedule. And a lot of times they're oh yeah, you know, do it in spring. We don't care. Um, well, know. that's that's almost a, a pull away sale, which is very effective. It's like, hey, look, if you can't wait four months. I'm sorry, we're the best company around. But if you can't wait four months, <laughs> we understand, right? It's kind of that that sort of angle, and it is the truth, which is more powerful than you know telling somebody something that may or may not be true. That's Thank if you're you. doing the right thing and you're booked out that far. That pull away, that takeaway is going to let people know that well, they're super swamped right now. They're probably the best company I need to be calling anyway. So that's effective too. Yeah, so that's a good strategy. Yeah. We've even had it's it's hilarious. Some I've like laughed at some of these. Could we we've even had people where you know you get some of these calls where like, 
part of the job is emergency part of the job branches hang over um over the house or something fell and then the other you know they always say well while you're while you're doing that we also need all the trees in the back trimmed or something yeah so it doubles so, invoice right so then you exactly but what's yeah. hilarious is these people call about the emergency job and then they have the backup job that they want to have done too and so they say oh i'm sorry we're really booked out we won't be able to get you to the emergency thing for you so you know if that's a you know if that's something you need done immediately um we're, we're sorry and they go oh we'll have another company do the emergency thing but then we'll have you do the regular work and i'm like usually that's one job but yeah <laughs> you know right yeah no i mean i got no doubt if you guys continue at the pace you're at now you're gonna have to add another crew double the revenue yeah you then that's going to take you to another doubling the revenue and it just continues to evolve and we've we've had those kind of stories i mean we had a client in uh cleveland and they went from zero to 3.5 million in like a three to four year period um they were just they were doing big big direct mail um digital right and all of that but they, they had an investor that came in and I think funded a lot of the the beginning stages and stuff. That would be a huge help. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I mean, that's part, but it, the smart way to do it, honestly, if you don't have that backing, it's just incrementally keep growing comfortably. You're still having fun. There's no race to the finish line. So you, you've got the, the time's going to go by anyway. Might as well be building a good business and keeping exactly. your team solid. Because if you go too fast, sometimes the quality can, can be reduced. That's, so that's the yeah. worst thing. I think we, we talk about that often. We talk about, we could like, we, we've talked about often we could fill another crew we could fill another two crews up with work and get them going but you know what if they're not a good fit what if this person it's so hard when you're hiring in, in tree service especially it yeah. is rough when you're hiring people you have no idea what the personalities are going to be one one person rude to a customer you know it's not you can you get the call that that you know, from the customer that they had a bad experience like that and it does not mesh with everything. So taking it slowly, we, we, we've made a deliberate decision that it's going to be slow and we want to find the right people who want to be here and to kind of share the same. We got a great group of people right now, very friendly, loving people um, that our customers love. Um, and we, we, you know, that those interactions are what make life worth living. And if you try to force growth uh, and, and shove people into positions and hope for the best, I think you lose a lot of that. Yeah, no, couldn't agree more, man. But having the right team is is really a very important thing. What do they say about bad news travels like 10 times faster than good news? So you don't want people out there messing up your brand and the name of your company and things like that. So that's yeah. a true story, man. I want to be respectful of your time, Bryce. I really appreciate oh, it. It's been absolutely awesome. Awesome so far. Lots of value. If you guys get any value, comment you know below the video or if you're on the podcast, like and subscribe to our podcast. Um, Bryce has been gracious enough to share all of his secrets there, or most of his secrets. I'm sure he's got a couple others up his sleeve that he doesn't want to bridge into this interview. But this, these have been great, man. These are very unique, out of the box strategies that are, quite frankly, like almost free if you just do the videos with your cell phone. And exactly. If you're good with social media, or you can get the videos to your social media manager or your agency. At least they have footage and content to be able to promote you guys, your business, your tree service business. But I just see that too. Like there's a lot of companies out there. Sometimes there might be 10 main tree companies in the area. And yeah, everybody wants to be at the top of Google search. They want to dominate. But the other angle is, is the branding part of it. And that's the part that's going to take you further, faster, incrementally faster than somebody who doesn't do a lot of that stuff. And we see that. We see that all the time. Um, And I mean, you guys are a, a complete example of that right in just three years you've gone to what you've gone to and people are already remembering you and hey is the fish coming out and asking questions like that i mean that's that's a testament to what you're doing 
Uh, any parting words or, or maybe since you guys just kind of got through that initial ramp up stage and what would you say to maybe somebody just getting started, man, just, you know, hunker oh, down and, and just keep your foot forward, right? Just keep on putting one foot in front of the other every day. When you're working at 10 PM and it's dark and it's rainy and you're knee deep in mud and every single last bit of energy has been sapped out of your system. Uh, yeah, it's horrible. It's like the worst thing. <laughs> You're like, why on earth? And I don't even have to, you know, I've had, I've been thankful enough to have other people have to take the brunt of that uh, moment, but we've had our fair share of everything's downhill. All the equipment's broken. You're stuck middle of the night. You haven't had dinner yet. Your family's missing you. And, uh, you know, everything seems to be the worst, but you know, it always seems to every single, for every one of those moments, we've had one of these moments that are so cool that I'm, I, you know, I, I can't imagine having not, you know, tried to put everything forward into this. And I feel bad being the only, you know, representative of the company here because everybody else is out working hard. Um, but everyone's got stories like that and moments like that where it was always worth it. All the, you know, it's tough stuff you got to go through. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And uh, when it rains, it pours in both directions. Yeah. It's either a lot of good stuff or a lot of bad stuff. It seems like coming in, in spurts like that. And um, that's just basically paying your dues. I think as any business owner, there's always going to be a ramp up startup phase. And if that's why, what is it? 95% of the population um, has a job or works for somebody else because it is hard, man. It's hard mentally, not just physically or just, you know, financially getting everything put into place, but just mentally the roller coaster of business ownership, I think is just not for everybody. But if you can sustain that first few years, that's really the most difficult part. And after that, the momentum starts carrying you forward. And, and so it gets easier and easier. Do you guys have any um, maybe tricks to hiring or are you guys kind of constantly like putting out things about hiring and things too? Yeah, well, uh, that's been another very uh, nice part about getting the brand and the SEO. With the, with the SEO and the rankings, the, this I, I missed this, but we were with, with that incentive, we were able to be, we're, we're one of the top ranked in Grand Rapids right now. I think for the number of reviews that we have, our level of review is the highest so we're 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 up with the with all the big boys that we were scared of three years ago so and with that and the brand kind of going around we've we've been able to people just kind of come to us we've tried to go after other people early on we we did a lot of facebook ads we did a lot of things like that to try to draw people in um and it's, it changes the dynamic i think in a in a, a certain way where you get this influx of people that maybe aren't there because they specifically want to be for there for your company. They're just there because they're for a job and that's totally fine. That's, that's mm -hmm. a portion of the population. But when we pulled back and it was more about the brand and more about the reviews, now we get people that just come to us out of the blue and they say, I was looking at companies where I just know of tree fish and I want to work for you guys. Um, yeah. And we have those conversations with people and we were, you know, we want to intentionally hire very slowly um, for a very, specific group of people and so far it's been wonderful um everyone that we work with is an absolute blast and uh yeah wouldn't trade any of them that's awesome that's kind of the core values mission statement thing right if people align with that then that's so if you're out there and you're telling your business story every day social media and and people see how you are and how you operate and they gravitate the right people will gravitate to that Exactly. Long people will typically disqualify themselves from that, right? Is that kind of been your experience? Exactly. You and you yeah. only get so much time in the day. You can't, you like, you want 12 people, say it's half an hour per interview. 
and then you you know then you're you're stuck with these with that maybe group that you're not really or you know that happy with and then you want to trial somebody for a day or contract them for a day or something like that you've only got a certain amount of time and if you're pouring your time to these these people that really they they could be at your company or they'd be at another company they couldn't care less right and they're bouncing you know, around looking for a job exactly yeah. so you know when you really take that time into account especially the 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 caught the you know when you could be out doing a job for x amount of dollars a day but instead you have to hold somebody's hand um through that day uh you know it, it ends up affecting your bottom line so the you know the amount of time that you have to put into to people that don't even really want to be there versus people that found you and are excited to be there um really makes a difference too um yeah no great point great share man thanks for sharing that i think um today has been an eye-opening marketing clinic from bryce here with uh, tree fish he's really shared a lot of good nuggets on things that are out of the box that you can do for a really low cost just creativity is really basically the name of the game. And of course, I mean, if you want those professional videos done, there's paid things you can do to get those created, but um, maybe not necessarily to start, just get something going and then you can kind of continue to involve it, make it better. Um, so anybody watching this, you know, put these things into action and uh, we'll have to get Bryce on again for any new you know, strategies, cutting edge that he comes up with and he wants to, we'd love to get an update maybe in a year or two, if you'd like. Oh, absolutely. Join yeah. and tell us how you're doing and all of that. Anything else maybe pops up that, that is unique that you want to share is you're perfectly welcome to come back. Awesome. Yeah. I'd love to, hopefully I can drag a couple of the others on They're They're a bit more camera shy than I am, but I can drag a couple of them out that's, here. That's fine, man. We, the more the merrier, that'd be great. Well, thanks so much for your time. And um, we'll definitely do it again sometime in the near future. If you guys are watching this, join our Facebook group, tree service marketing secrets, subscribe to our YouTube channel and podcast. We've got plenty more interviews coming up soon and uh, guys make it a great day and uh, we'll see you on the next one. Thank you very much. Thank you.